everyone. Siobhan Chapman here and welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. It's Friday morning, which means it's time for the weekend review and preview conversation. My guest will recap how markets performed over the past few sessions and preview what we can expect in the week ahead. Joining us for the conversation, I'm glad to welcome Danny Kessler, Asset Allocation Strategist with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Danny, welcome. We're happy to have you. Thanks for having me on. Of course. All right. So let's get started. Reflecting on this week's market moves, U.S. equities staged a rally in the earlier part of the week, which took a pause by the middle of the week. What factors contributed to this week's activity? Indeed, Siobhan. Yeah. So the, the S&P started the week off pretty hot with a 2.6% jump on Monday and then followed by a 1.1% rise on Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday then wiped out Tuesday's gains with the index. 67 and 80 basis points, respectively. So third quarter earnings season did start this week with some positive results coming in at the beginning of the week. But that being said, we don't believe that a few earnings reports were the main driver of those outsized equity moves. Uh, Instead, we credit most of the moves to technical trading. So last week, the S&P fell below 3,600, which was lowest level since November of 2020. And this likely triggered some buying from a large number of investors. This choppy up and down trading is what we have become accustomed to this year and what we are likely to see in coming months. Risk assets will continue to trade on expectations of the Fed's rate hiking path, along with inflation and recession probabilities. The story for markets has not changed, with a tight labor market and high inflation pressuring the Fed in tightening financial conditions and their battle to slow growth and cool the economy. This isn't going to change until inflation is clearly declining in a sustainable way towards an acceptable level, and last month we saw September CPI come in at four decades high core CPI. So this backdrop suggests the high volatility exhibited recently in risk asset markets is set to continue with downside risks in the next three to six months. Last week, we did downgrade U.S. equities to least preferred to reflect this short-term view on global financial markets. And I'll just take some time to, to kind of clarify that message to be clear. This is not necessarily a message to sell equities, but rather just to mitigate near-term downside risks while maintaining upside exposure. Investors should continue to allocate to higher quality or defensive assets, which have the ability to hold up better across a range of outcomes. The possibility of inflation staying higher than previous cycles favors allocations to value stocks and to oil. So, Danny, the beginning of the third quarter earnings season commended this week with an abundance of reports for investors to sift through. How have the results been coming in relative to CIO's expectations? Yes, it's going to be a a busy few weeks for equity investors, definitely. Uh, Earnings season kicked off this week, and about 25% of the S&P 500 market cap has reported so far. Uh, results have come in obviously positive, I'd say, with, with 60% of companies beating sales estimates and 64% beating earnings estimates. Coming into this earnings season, the bar had been lowered as analysts slash estimates to 2% year-over-year EPS growth down from 10% three months ago. Uh, these reductions were broad-based across nearly every sector. Despite this lower, lower hurdle, uh, our, our equity team still expects beats to be less than recent quarters, driven by a shift away from goods into services amid really consumer spending. 
we assume three to five percent EPS growth for the quarter, the lowest mark since the fourth quarter of 2020. And results so far are showing corporate profits growing by only two percent year over year. Uh, taking a look at some of the sectors, uh, financials were one of the biggest reporters to start off the season. Uh, Ten of the twelve banks reporting this past week uh, on that interest in. And then some other results include many tech companies with mixed results, including Netflix, Snap, and Tesla. And then there were some other big names in healthcare, industrials, and consumer staples reporting. Looking outside of corporate earnings, it was also a fairly busy week on the data calendar. What were some notable releases that you can share with us? Right, yeah. So that, that how it made up most of the economic data reported this week, although there were a few other notable points. The week started off with Empire Manufacturing disappointing, although industrial production came in a few ticks higher than expected. The Philly Fed Business Outlook Survey also disappointed. The labor market continues to remain resilient, with jobless again coming in below what they were expected. Um, the longer it takes for the labor market to cool off, the higher rates are likely to stay for longer, which would increase the risks of recession. The housing market continued to show weakness this week, with mortgage rates remaining at elevated levels near 7%. The NAHB Housing Market Index and Housing Start Numbers both disappointed, showcasing the weakness in the housing market. Looking to the week ahead, what will be taking place that investors should be mindful of? Yeah, so looking ahead, there is a, a plethora of economic data coming out next week, uh, including new home sales, durable goods, and then most importantly, the employment cost index. Each growth will be one of the most important inflation metrics for the Fed to watch, as they will need to see the labor market cooling before they begin to cut interest rates. The biggest economic data release of the week, though, will be personal consumption expenditure, including e-inflation. So this is the Fed's preferred measure of inflation and will be the last inflation reading released before the Fed's next policy meeting. Uh, the week of economic data will be capped off on Friday with the University of Michigan survey results. Um, outside of economic data and, and looking at earnings, there are, again, a host of companies reporting, including about 165 from the S&P 500, which is around 45% of the market caps index, so a big week for earnings. Um, some of the biggest names include Google, Amazon, and Apple, along with many more. So like we were saying, it's going to be a very busy week for equity investors, along with plenty of economic data coming out. Thank you so much, Danny. This was really helpful and insightful. You shared much-needed context and information about a fairly busy week. Again, today we have been joined by Danny Kessler, Asset Allocation Strategist with the UBS Chief Investment Office. And as a reminder to our listeners, Top of the Morning is a part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as a UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Siobhan Chapman, and thank you for joining us. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
countries and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.